What up, what up, what up? What up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me Who Miss Hollywood, and you're tuned into another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. Is it me or was it hiding here? Is it me or was it hiding here? Hey, hey, what up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me Who Miss Hollywood. <laughs> You tuned into yet another episode of So Hollywood the Podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me, we in the studio today, session four twenty studio to be exact. Um, and So Hollywood the Podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally, and I'm bringing them together with this thing called entertainment. And I have a special guest. All of my guests are special, of course, but he drove all the way here for his first podcast interview and here meaning virginia and he drove from georgia shout out to you but let me do a recap prior to introducing my guest um i had new face he is a hip-hop historian walking billboard aka new face was there he is from detroit and he lives in Atlanta. So if you want to see that interview, not if, go see that interview. So Hollywood Podcast Instagram page. And um, catch the latest episode on all of your streaming platforms. If I'm not up there, please let me know because I definitely need to be in the building or on that platform. And last but not least, if you want to be a guest, go to www.allofhollywood.biz. And without further ado, I would like to bring my guest up, Mr. Aaron J. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh-oh, what about yourself? We, we can hear you now. My bad. <laughs> See, I told you, I told you right at the beginning, play as fuck up, but it's okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you are an artist, an R and B artist to be exact, R and B soul. And then you are from originally from Virginia and you reside in Georgia currently, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Well, talk about it. Talk about it. So, um, Let's start the interview off with this question. <clears throat> How did this thing called entertainment enter your life? So um, let's say entertainment's pretty much been a part of my life since the beginning. Mm-hmm. So like I grew up in the church. My mother, she sings. She's the director and stuff like that. So, you know, she's had us in that scene for forever. So like, you know, growing up, we've always been doing like different kind of like shows and stuff or we'll go and we'll perform at, like, uh, well, not necessarily perform, but, like, sing for different churches and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But me and my brother would be, like, ma- like some of the main people, let's say that. Right. So we'd the be forefront. Like, exactly. Okay. So okay. we you would always go choir, out. Yeah, definitely. We had plenty of leads <laughs> and stuff. So me growing up, that was always a part of my life. So it was something I was always used to. That's crazy because, like, majority of my guests that come on here, um, they either started from the church mm-hmm. or started writing with, with poetry or performing in, like, you know, their theater or just going to even perform in art school and stuff like that. So that's crazy that it's a lot of people that have that, you know, similarity in, the, you know, in their life, especially coming from church and, and, you know, being in the choir. Were you, like, required to be in the in the church or, were, uh, you know, because they also mentioned that, too. But as far as yourself, were you, re- you know, required to go in and so. That? I get what you mean. Like, there are a lot of times where when I was younger, I felt like I was required to mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as I got older, the more, um, you know, I got into the music scene because for me, music was more about, I like the singing and all that. But for mm-hmm. me, I played the drums and I wanted to play the keyboard, all that kind of stuff. So, like, I okay. was more into the music expanding. scene. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, 
for me, that was what drew me into it. So that's why I kind of got more into it. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, um, before that, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was forced, but, you know, I didn't necessarily always want to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was there because my mom had us be there. Right. And plus it wouldn't, you know, if, if that was not a part of your life, you know, that that experience probably would have been a little bit different. Definitely. But, you know, you're here now. So that's exactly. that's good. So when at what age did you realize, like, playing instruments and being a musical talent was like your your number one go-to and or either what started off first if that makes sense okay so i'll say this um growing up i didn't always want to sing okay because singing wasn't necessarily my thing i even say even till now like i do it just (laughs) because i can okay but it's just like one of those those things that i just it's just i had the talent to do it it. exactly right right but like growing up i always wanted to play the drums like there was this guy that i grew up with and he was just crazy on the drums. He's the best person I've ever seen, and even to this day. Wow. And he just blew my mind, so I always wanted to be like him. And that and was so, here in Virginia, right? Nah, that was back home. So I want to say, I, this was back in Hinesville, so I kind of went back and forth. Okay. So, like, I was here, let me say, the first two years of my life, moved to Georgia, was okay. there for, like, a couple years, then moved back here for a couple years. It was, it was a lot of back and forth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, like, you know, I got memories from both places, experiences from both places. So, I just claimed both. Okay. So, um, but I was back home in Georgia. Um, this guy was just great. So, it always made me want to play the drums. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I, that's just always what I wanted to do. So, I want to say I was, like, eight years old at this point. Okay. And I just, I knew that was it from that point forward. At eight years old, you knew you wanted to be. That was it. Wow. That was Not it. a lot of kids. <laughs> know what they want to be at the age of eight and that's really really dope and so with that being said did you did you um participate any in anything outside of school like musically that that really helped you along your way if that makes sense um what do you mean exactly like Like, did you do talent shows did you participate in those type of activities when you were you know in school or out of school like or like what is it? The showcases and stuff like that. Nah. Did you you didn't do any like any? realistically, like for me, me doing music came way after school. Right. Okay. Like I was always just traveling, playing drums at the time. Like that was my passion. So right, at right, that right, time right. when I was in school, I was traveling, playing like for people that I knew and was just learning and stuff like that. So that's all I did at that time. Okay. From eight years from eight years old until about what? Did you, I'll say, you say from eight until about until I graduated high school, all I did was church drums. drums. That was it. Wow. That was it. That was my passion. I just loved playing the drums. And if I couldn't play at the time, I was just singing. And that's just how I went. So I did both. So if I couldn't play the drums at the time because they had a drummer, mm-hmm. I was singing. But then, you know, if they had practices and stuff like that, they would let me play all the time. Or if they needed me to fill in, that's what I did. And then as I got older, I became like the um, youth minister music and stuff like that. And it just changed everything for me. I knew that music was what I wanted to do. Mm, R&B specifically or just music in Just general? music in general. Okay. Because at this point, I was trying to produce and stuff like that. <laughs> so you were trying to... <laughs> I was just trying to figure it out. I knew I wanted to do music, so I was right. trying like a little bit of everything. Okay. Trying to figure out what I actually, you know, took to. Okay. So how was the the music scene? Because you said you had experience in both Virginia and Georgia. So Mm -hmm. can you tell us, like, compare those music scenes growing up and, you know, how how it shows in your your um, your artistry today? So I'll say as far as the music, 
I pretty much got majority of what I have now mm-hmm. all from Georgia. Mm. Because, like, there was this guy who, to this day, I feel like he's the GOAT. When it comes to playing keys, nobody probably can touch this man. <laughs> and so, like, playing behind him, like, playing drums and stuff like that, you'd be scared to mess up because, like, he's at such a high level that he expects you to be perfect. Right. So I learned a lot from this man. Like, I learned how to deal with the pressure and all of that. So, and then his mind as far as creating music, mm-hmm. crazy. So, like, I got a lot of stuff from him, and it just taught me how to put together harmonies, melodies, all that stuff. Like, I just got the a lot of The construction of, of everything, And much. how to put it all together and how to blend it together perfectly. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you didn't want it to be too much on this side or too much on that side. Like, you got to have it perfectly balanced. So. Right. He just was good at making everything balanced. And that was when around what? what? I'll say all through high school. All through high school. Okay, mm-hmm. all through high school. Did you, uh, did you go to college or did you do anything after, after you graduated high school? So as far as music, once yeah. I finished high school, that was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Like, I still, like, went to churches and stuff like that and would sing there and play drums and all that uh, every now and then. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I stopped that after, like, two years. Really? So, like, yeah, it was, <clears throat> it really was just, like, me just just being out there, just figuring out who I wanted to be. Mm. And so I want to say I kind of got back home because I was in Orlando at this time. Okay. Trying to live my life, you know, doing the college thing. Okay. And then I go back home to Georgia. Okay. And at this time, I'm kind of trying to figure out, like, what I want to do in life. I'm right. starting to work, making pretty decent money, but I knew I wanted to do more. Mm-hmm. So I always knew I wanted to do music, so I would play around with it with a little bit, um, but it just never, I never really found anything to click. Mm-hmm. So I was just still, you know, just finding my way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to say Corona hit. When COVID hit, mm-hmm. changed everything. So that's me. 2020. 2020. All right, 2020. Boom. So 2020 for me is when everything starts. Mm-hmm. So 2020 hits and COVID shuts down everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the house 24-7. I can't go nowhere. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. One day I decide, let me try to record some music. I saw, like, this app on Instagram, and this one chick was recording music, so I decided, let me try it. Mm-hmm. Very first time I picked it up, freestyled something, came out pretty good. Do you remember what it is? Do you remember that first freestyle you did? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. But it was like, at the time, it was decent enough to where I felt like, if I actually tried, mm-hmm. I might actually have something. Mm. And so from then, I just I just kept building, kept learning, got a laptop, started making more music, mm-hmm. and just took off from there. So progressively, you started to do your thing for yourself. And, Literally. And by yourself, pretty all much. All by myself. Figured out how to wow. engineer all of that from the ground up. So you make, you make, you produce, and you do all of your own beats, all of, nah, like. Nah, nah, nah. I nah, find nah, the nah, beats. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you said, nah, pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah, I find the beats. <laughs> but now, how else. is that process for you when, when you're looking for beats? Because you, you kind of, you, you categorize yourself as a R&B soul mm-hmm. um, artist. So what do you look for when you're looking for these specific beats? I was going to say Pacific, but you know what? <laughs> Well, really, I don't look for anything specific. Mm-hmm. As, as long as I can vibe with it and I can flow with it, mm-hmm. then I can do something with it. So it's it's kind of hard for me because, like, I try not to just pick up any song and just try to make a song to it. Right. Because I feel like I'm forcing it. Mm-hmm. 
So I like I listen to a lot of different songs. I go through a lot of different you know producers, and then I find like maybe one that I like, mm-hmm. and I try a couple of those, and then I find the ones I connect with. The songs I connect with, those are the only ones I do. If I don't find anything I connect with, I just keep it pushing. So like it's kind of hard for me because like I want to make sure that I always put my best effort first. Right. And I don't want to just put something out just to put it out. Right. So that's it's difficult, but you know I still get it done. So when did? Because I know you do a lot of covers as well. Mm-hmm. So do you? Do you kind of like how? How did you shift from doing covers to creating your own work? So realistically, I did my own work first. Okay. So like okay. I had done all of this, the whole project I just put out. Mm-hmm. Introduction. Yeah, that was done a long time ago. Like I just didn't put it out because I was still learning how to engineer. Okay. So it just took me a while to figure it out to get it to the point where I felt like I could put it out. Okay. So like I had finished that a long time ago and. Was that a covers, part of that 2020? Exactly. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so like. I was just learning with the covers how to make it sound better. Mm. So the covers was kind of like my practice. Okay. And so that way when I got to the project, I could put something out that sounded pretty decent. So that's kind of just how it worked. Well, that they're they're really, really dope because I was scrolling through and I was like, what in the world? He even got auto tune. He got the but it's it's really, really dope. And I appreciate I, I appreciate, you know, this the state of R and B as far as where it is with you. And how do you feel about the state of R&B and soul music now? Um, it's it's kind of crazy, honestly, because, like, realistically, I feel like there isn't really a lot of R&B music. Mm. Majority of everything <clears throat> is just straight hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And so it's just hip-hop here, hip-hop there, and then maybe you'll catch a little bit of R&B. And so for me, I felt like R&B is just kind of slipping off. And so I felt like that's kind of why I feel like I have a better chance because I'm trying to come into a lane that's by itself. Like there is, there's not a lot of competition in R&B. Right. Like everybody's trying to be a rapper. Big like facts. literally everybody. <laughs> Big facts. And so I'm not trying to battle with all of those people because I don't have to. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to stay in my own lane, do my own thing and just be where I know I need to be. Have you ever thought about being a rapper though? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> like I've tried to like, you know, rap and all that. I try to freestyle and all that. And I try to, I don't want to categorize myself as R&B. Right. Okay. But it's just like, I know I don't want to be a rapper. Mm. So that's, that's just how, I, that's how I look at it. <laughs> I know my limits. I know my limits. Facts, <laughs> I know what my lane is. I'm going to stay right where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> So um, let's retract a little bit. Um, how was your? Because I asked this question to a lot of people because I'm I'm like very like up on mental health and like support and stuff like that. How was your support system then compared to what it is now? Because you said you just started this journey as an artist what mm-hmm. two years ago. Literally. So you know what I mean. How talk about that part of everything? So I'll say. For me, my support literally has stayed about the same. Mm. Like, it's been, I'll say this. I'm the friend that has always been the one to support everybody else. Mm -hmm. But I'm not the one that always gets the support. Mm. So it's like, um, (laughs) 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 so for me, like, it's just more of a, my family's always going to be there regardless. So I know they're going to have my back and I'm going to have theirs, period. 
Right. Anybody else outside of that, if you come into the circle and I know you're there for real, then cool. But other than that, I just keep it pushing. So like my support circle is small and, you know, it's starting to get bigger with people that I don't even know. Mm. And to me, that's the craziest thing because so I'm like. You see people that you don't know supporting you a lot more? Absolutely. Like mm. there are people that I have never even met who will share my stuff, post and comment on everything I post. And people that I grew up with that could be my closest friends. Mm-hmm. I don't see nothing from them Talk like ever. <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay. So once I realized, once I started really putting out music and starting to notice that, mm-hmm. I started to realize that it's really just me. Mm. Like it's that's just what it is. And so I don't I don't take that against nobody right. because I mean everybody has to live their life. Right. And so like we all together, it's no bad blood and none of that. But it's just like I'm not gonna reach out to you if I know you're not gonna reach out to me ever. <laughs> So I'm just in this, I'm just in my own lane. I'm by myself. I'm just going to rock out by myself until the wheels fall off. That's just mm. how it works. You think people, <clears throat> once, you get, once you get famous, do you think people going to come out the woodworks? Listen. Because <laughs> you know can, that's how most of, <laughs> most of the time, I'm, that's how that happens. I'm built totally different. Like, they can come out of wherever they want to. I am not going to see them. I'm not going to hear them. <laughs> that time is over with. <laughs> <laughs> so you also had mentioned um, via Instagram that this was kind of your first time back in in Virginia, mm-hmm. um, and this is also your first podcast. Shout out to mm-hmm. Pop the Cherry. Shout out to that. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> but um, like, what, what, why did it? I guess take you so long to come back, and you know. To, I guess, to just explore this area. Because Virginia, not just, you know, in family-wise, but as far as the talent out here, as far mm-hmm. as the producers out here, as far as, like, that type of atmosphere, why did it take you so long to come back to, to this, you know? Because I'm literally fresh. I'm so fresh at this. Like, I'm literally day by day learning the new things that I have to do, the new people to talk to. Mm. I'm literally just figuring it out by myself. Like, there is nobody else with me. It's just literally me. So it's like, it's not that it took me so long. It's just that I'm just now figuring out mm-hmm. where I need to be, what I need to do. And so I'm just now doing those things. Gotcha. So that's just how it's working out. Gotcha. So have you set up anything while you're in this area? Or do you plan on, like, contacting some of these producers in this area and you know, I guess come back to Virginia to look for some of the people that, you know, are mm-hmm. really, really buzzing in this area. That, Absolutely. You know what I mean? That you probably could collab with. So do you do you see yourself coming and, you know, collabing with any of the Virginia artists? Definitely. Um. Well, yeah, definitely. So, like, um, I do want to come back. I plan on coming back a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. It's like now I'm at the point in my life to where I actually can travel. Okay. So before I was just work, work, work. And so... Now I just have more freedom. Right. So I plan on using that freedom, using my time wisely and just getting out here and making those moves I got to make. So if I got to come out here every weekend, I can do that. Mm -hmm. I'll just be here. And so what were you, what were you doing in, in, not Atlanta, I was about to say Atlanta, in Georgia (laughs) to kind of, um, to help you with that as well? Were you also hitting the streets? Um, I know you said it's really, really fresh and knowing Mm -hmm. how to do it. So what were you doing in the Georgia area to help you with your career? <clears throat> so right now what I've been doing for the most part has been hitting social media. So okay. like I've been, I went from like 300 followers to over 13, like just by 
just Engaging. being exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I've been trying to stay in front of people, been trying to make sure that people know who I am. Mm-hmm. So I've just been putting out content, making sure that I'm not just, you know, doing it for myself. Right. And just trying to keep it to myself. I want right. to put it out for as many people. So like I've been, you know, doing the advertisements. I've been doing all that stuff. Just been trying to get my name out there. Dope, dope. Are you looking for a team or are you um like what what would be your ideal thing to do um right now in your career with your career? So realistically, I'm just trying to build whatever. Right. So, but I want to build it with the people that I know have my best interests at heart. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I wanna um just have a a more fluent experience with this whole thing. Cause like right now. I'm doing everything by myself. So, like, right. if I had, like, an engineer, it, that would make things 10 times easier. Okay. So, it's just, like, I'm just looking I mean, for those you know, pieces. I got an engineer right there. <laughs> you know, he, you know, he doing big things over there, too. So, you know, you got to slide, slide right, on in you there. Right, most definitely. <laughs> and so, like, it's just those kind of things. Like, I'm just trying to build and just make the pieces fall together like they need to. Like, mm. I just can't just wait for it to happen. I have to get out here and make it happen. Right. So that's what I'm doing now. And coming on the podcast is one Literally. of the things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't wait no longer. I had to do something. <laughs> I'm about to set this date. We're going to get it popping. We're just going to talk about it all. So also walk uh, walk us through like your recording process. And we, we've talked about choosing the beat. But how do you write? How do you, you know, orchestrate? your your songs and your um production so to speak all right so um for the most part the very first thing that i always have to do is find the flow of the song mm-hmm. so i'll listen to it and i'll flow with it and if i like it i'll kind of save it if i don't like it you know i'll keep trying a couple different ones and then if i just don't find it i'll leave it alone <laughs> on to the next one right but like it's all about that that feeling i have to it has to be a good flow before the even before the words even come, I have to be able to flow with it. It has to sound good by just the flow itself before I even add any words. Okay. And so for me, the flow is the most important thing. I don't even care what the words say. Like as long as it sounds good, like just just by the sound. Like if you you don't if you uh what's that? That all <laughs> but listen, but like, even if they don't understand English, right. like, I want them to still be able to hear the music the and still be like, oh, this sounds nice. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal at the end of the day. As long as it sounds nice, the words will carry the rest of the word or carry the rest of the song. So, Bob, mm. first, words later. So, how would you describe your, your sound? Is it like a melodic thing or is it like, give us a little bit of, I guess, background on your inspiration and where your sound comes from all right so for the most part i love melodies and harmonies and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. like that to me just to hear vocals blend together and to hear the different ways you can blend them together Mm -hmm. that is everything to me like i just like to create different sounds and to create different harmonies and melodies like i don't want to just have the regular basic you know one two three melody like it's got to be something to make people wonder like, how did you come up with that? And so stuff like that, like, I hear singers who do some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just love to kind of just mimic that kind of stuff. 
do you do you see yourself like being being um compared to like a music soul child or those type of those type of people? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I ain't trying to be on that level. <laughs> I wish, but as far as vocals, like I ain't trying to even touch that. I do what I do, but I ain't I ain't at that level yet. <laughs> not yet. I know nah, that's nah, right. Nah. I'm working on it, <laughs> but not just yet. <laughs> and. So- <laughs> And you just um you just like you said released a project. So we're gonna go down um I guess the list of songs and you can give me your um inspiration behind it. So I guess walk walk us through how you chose the the songs to go on this particular um project. And this is your first project ever you mm-hmm. put out. Okay, so this is really, really dope. So walk us through that process. Okay. So I'll say it's this. ten songs up there. Ten songs. Okay. The first song, um, called Far Away. Mm-hmm. Um, that song, for the most part, I didn't really have any any inspiration, anything for it. It was just I heard the melody. Um, and when I hear certain melodies, like certain words would just come to me. Mm-hmm. And so when I hear the certain words, I'll just kind of just use that and go. So that was one of the songs that I just put together in like five minutes just because it just was flowing like I don't try to sometimes you know songs would just come to me mm-hmm. and so I'll just write it down and that was just one of those okay and number two and then the second song <laughs> we go. listen we go I don't even know the list of songs like that <laughs> <laughs> so the second song is what um what's it called level I want to say <laughs> I, I should have wrote them down, but I'm I'm a bad host right listen, now. Listen, I'm terrible at names and stuff like that. You know it's my stuff. Listen, I'm terrible at stuff like that. <laughs> so how you don't who named them? You named yeah, I named everything. Oh, everything. Mm-hmm. I literally did everything about this song. I'm <laughs> about this project. <laughs> it was all me. So what do you see, um, this project doing, and what when you put it out? Because it's it it it's out mm-hmm. and. What kind of feedback did you get and what kind of feedback were you, I guess, expecting? So realistically, I got what I was expecting. Mm. Like the people who have heard it, they enjoy it. Um, I haven't really gotten any negative. Like that's what I look for. Honestly, I mm-hmm. look for the negative because mm. like I want to know what you don't like. So that way, when you hear the next song, you can't say that you don't like it because mm. I fixed that. Right. <laughs> right. So like for me, I haven't really heard any negative, but everybody who's heard it, they love it. And so for me, it lets me know that as long as they like this one, if I keep putting out music, they should keep liking the next one and the one after that one. And so for me, it's just a, it's more like a, I say a confidence booster. Like I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. As long as they like this one, I just got to keep going and see where it takes me. Wow. And are you, are you, this was recorded in your home? At home. I did everything in my house. (laughs) Wow. Literally. And most people don't even get up to do half the things. So what do you what do you where do you see yourself with this project? Um, like within the next like six months? Well, realistically, what I want to do is try to do some showcases. I want to try to get do some shows because back home they have plenty of places where mm. they do shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And even if I gotta go out to Atlanta, because that's only four hours for me. So and I mean, it sounds like it's far, but it's it's really not. Like I'm used to driving all the time, so like four hours ain't really that bad. Mm. So like I'll drive out to Atlanta, do plenty of shows there, do whatever. So like for me, I'm trying to push it out as much as I can. Like I'm just gonna get in front of as many people as possible. So do you have a roll? You got to get a roll out. You got to get all of that 
ready because mm-hmm. that's what they're that's what they're waiting for. And you got to get it to these DJs. You got to get you know people in front of you to hear what you have to say because it's really really dope and like I said melodic and it's very just overall it's dope. And if y'all haven't, y'all need to go and download, stream, whatever you got to do to listen to this young man because it's really, really dope. It's I called Introduction, it. and you're going to have a song that you're going to perform in here, here soon, and um, it's called Classic, right? So talk mm-hmm. talk about that. Like, why, did, why was that your, I mean, your go-to to drop this specific song? So for the most part, Classic for me was one of my favorite songs to do. Mm. Like, um, when I first did it, it was, I don't know, it just felt like it was a fun song, and it was the first song where I felt like I actually pushed, because I felt like I wanted to try to keep everything (laughs) (laughs) G-rated. And that was the first song that I felt like, I'm just going to be me. Mm -hmm. And so I just was me, and I just loved that song. And it's been my favorite song ever since, for the most part. Do you have any video? Do you have a video to it, or is it going to be a video coming soon? Or I'm what? What can you talk about? Everything. Exclusive access. Let's go and give us some exclusive only. What you? What you? <laughs> so for the most part, like even with the, uh, I got a couple of features on there, and mm. everybody wants to do videos for their songs. So oh. mm. I'm trying to make sure that we get everything done. Like I want videos for everything, whatever we got to do. The whole kit and caboodle. Whatever, whatever All, I got to do to get it to out do there. Ten videos. If I got to, I will. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I'm gonna right. make it happen. I know that's right. Listen, y'all, y'all better tune in. You understand me? He's working hard, and you're two years in the game, and you, man, this is amazing. And you came here, like I said, this is your first podcast. This is your first step to new beginnings, and I want to see you mm-hmm. win. And so, with that being said, what would you tell your younger self about? Your your older self, so to speak. I don't know how you put it, but you know what I'm talking about, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I would definitely tell my younger self to stop being scared and mm. to trust yourself and to do what you always want to do and not wait so long. I really feel like that's just, that's it. Like, just don't wait so long. Mm. I always knew I wanted to do this. <laughs> Like but literally. you wanted, but you wanted to play drums. So, would you have been doing that had you not been an uh, um an R and B singer? Nah, like realistically, I knew I always wanted to do this mm. even before drums. Like singing, well, not necessarily singing, but just making music mm-hmm. and being an artist. I always knew I wanted to do that. <laughs> it's just drums was my first love, so I just stuck with. Can that. you still play? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. probably. <laughs> I ain't played in a while. Yeah, um, <laughs> I should be able to. There's no reason why I shouldn't be able to. <laughs> yeah. Mm, but you know. <laughs> it should be like riding a bike. It should Fact. be like it should be. It should be. I don't want to say that it is going to be. It should be. Because you can do that for your, you know, your your tracks. And Definitely. You know, you know, bring it back. You know how to play the piano, correct? Do you play? Bit. Do you play that for any of your, do you add any of your artistry to your music outside of being, you know, not yet. Not yet. Not so what yet. will you be what will you be adding and what are you looking to add, so to speak? Like realistically, if once I get this keyboard and get my stuff together, mm-hmm. like I will probably do the whole thing. Like I just I'm not scared to to test myself mm-hmm. or just to just try different things. So like for me, 
I'm just going to do it. Like, I know what I like. I hear things in my head all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And I always want to write it down or play it, but I just don't have the stuff I have or what, that I need. Mm-hmm. So for me, in my mind, I'm thinking, instead of always having all of these melodies and all these beats in my head, get a keyboard, put it down, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So I plan on doing everything soon. <laughs> Get shoot, leave a um, what's that voice memo thing mm-hmm. on your phone? Just make it up. Shit, you better Literally. do it any any way you have. Like it's it's very important to get it out, and that's really really dope. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, is there anything that you would like to tell tell your guests or tell the the viewers about who you are and and what you're looking to do with your artistry? Okay, okay. Well, for one, I can say that there probably isn't many people that's going to work harder than me. Mm. Like, I literally spent two years learning how to engineer from nothing. Like, I figured that out by myself. Mm. YouTube, me, and the computer all day long, every day, hours and hours and hours. Like, I learned how to do all of this by myself, just being at home, trying different stuff. Like, I don't think nobody else is going to do that. (laughs) Like, I don't know many people who just decided to become an artist and figure it all out by themselves. So for me, nobody's going to work harder than me, period. Mm -hmm. So that's just how that go. You heard me? (laughs) Whatever I want, I go get it. And so, like, literally, I just go get it. Whatever I want it. If I want it, I'm going to go get it. And so um, as far as his artistry, man, I'm just trying to take it to the next level like realistically i see myself being everywhere mm-hmm. like i'm not scared to to do the things that i have my mind set to right. like nothing for me nothing's gonna stop me the only thing that's gonna stop me is me mm. if i keep doing what i'm supposed to be doing keep making these moves getting in front of people i'll be straight i had nothing to worry about you heard it here first <laughs> So we are going to move on to something that I like to call top five, which is five questions, five answers catered to my guests. So here we go. Top five R&B artists. Who are your top five R&B artists? All right. So number one, (laughs) Music Soul Child, (laughs) (laughs) which is why I was like, hold on. (laughs) I can't do that right now. (laughs) That's my man's. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Definitely. And then I'll say number two. Jasmine Sullivan. Mm. Easy. Easy. Because she, I don't know many singers that can really outdo her. Like, she is amazing. Period. Then I'll say number three, I'll put Chris Brown on that. Mm. And then let me see. Um, Number four. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Matter of fact, right now, I like, um, what's his name? He got that song over. What's that song? Um, Lucky got, Dave. Lucky Dave. Yes, Lucky Dave. Absolutely. Lucky Dave. I don't. I don't be knowing people's name, and that's Listen. bad because people come back, come out back to back to back, and all you know is their songs. You don't never get to know the artists themselves. You'd be like, oh, that's who. Facts. Oh, like whole I'm time terrible I've been names. <laughs> I am terrible. Like, those names I gave you, those are the only ones I know. <laughs> Everybody else, I know the song, but psh, that's about it. Like, I suck at names. <laughs> like, what? No. I know the song. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. The one who sing that song, that's what you're going to get from me. <laughs> I promise. 
<laughs> top five collaborations. Who would you that you would like for your next project? For my next project? Mm-hmm. Well, realistically, I don't know. Like, I'm not anybody who wants to do anything with me, period. Mm. Like, I'm not looking to do anything. with. I'm not trying to force nothing on nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to make music with me, by all means, reach out and we'll make music. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not, so I don't really have a set list. To, to that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. All right. Um, top five songs on your new project. I will say number five, well, I'll say number one will be um, my song called uh, What's It Gonna Be with my boy Meezy. Okay. That one is number one. Uh, number two will be probably Asking B. Number three will be, uh, let me see, probably classic. Four will be, yeah. And then five <laughs> will be, tell me. <laughs> I just hear her in my left ear. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. That's funny, man. All right. So the last one is top five moments in your career thus far? So, so far, this one would have to be number one. Mm. For sure. (laughs) 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 But I'll say, um, other than that, man, just the other four would just be literally me learning how to do music. Mm. Like, just the process of me learning it was just a journey. I enjoyed all of it. It was a long journey, but I enjoyed every minute of it. Still got some time to go because exactly. it's, it's, it's just an uphill battle. Literally. literally. <laughs> I ain't even going to hold you. I know. Once you get in this thing called entertainment, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's another thing. Definitely different. So we're going to move on to exclusive access. If you have any exclusive um, news that you can release now, such as like video drops or anything that you've you know, been holding on to, so I actually have another song that will be dropping on March 4th. Mm. <laughs> Why March 4th? Just because it was, I picked that date for a reason. I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> but it was a reason. It probably wasn't even that important. That's probably why I don't remember. But yeah, I just picked that date. March 4th is just dropping. And mm. On it's all one streaming of, platforms? On all platforms. Okay. And this one is a little bit different than the project that I put out. So it's more mm. of a hip-hop feel. Mm. So this one's a little bit different. So I put it out a different time. Okay. <laughs> we got that exclusive. So it is time to wind it down. So I'm going to allow you to do your shout-out, social media, last words. And I have one Final question that I always ask my guests. So you can go ahead with your shout outs, social media, and whatever you would like to leave our friends because now we are friends. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. So for the most part, all of my Instagram, Facebook, all of that, Twitter should be AaronJJ72. Um, you can reach me at all of that. You can DM me, whatever. <laughs> if y'all want to do any music, please hit me up. I would definitely do something with y'all. Um, other than that, um, just rock with your boy. This is going to be a good journey. I promise I'm not going to let y'all down. Like, I'm going to keep putting out this music, keep putting out these videos. I'm going to get back to the covers every week, and we're just going to rock out. We're just going to have fun with this thing. I promise you that. Mm. Do you already have some co- uh, covers in mind that you yes. want to do? Okay. I have, like, three ready, I think. Mm. 
That's another exclusive access. Definitely. <laughs> I appreciate that. So <clears throat> last but not least is the question of the day, which is what bothers you about the industry and what would you what would you do to help fix it? What bothers me about the industry and what would I do to help fix it? Let's see. So what bothers me, number one, is that R&B, number one, is falling off. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't hear no R&B at all. And if I do, it's from the same, you know, three people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Chris Brown. It's going to be Drake. That's it. Like, it's not going to be nobody else. So I'm trying to bring more R&B into it. Everybody don't have to be a rapper. Mm. Everybody does not have to. You heard it. Listen, everybody does not. It ain't for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I promise. (laughs) They just, I don't even want to talk about that. That's a whole nother podcast. You understand me? So, (laughs) and last time, your Instagram, one more time. AaronJJ72. Right, so we're about to get up and down, up out of here. But follow me, So Hollywood Podcast, on Instagram. Follow the host, which is me also, <laughs> MISS Hollywood 313. It's a lot of updates coming, so make sure you guys keep it locked and turn on your notifications for the updates because it could be you that could be posted on my page. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Let's see. To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and M I S S Hollywood 313.